Welcome to Get Over the Hump Day. I'm your health and fitness coach, Amanda. Join me as I condense information from the latest health and wellness blogs and news stories so that you can feel like achieving a healthy lifestyle, body and mind is practical and within your reach. Thanks for joining me. Let's get started. Hello again and happy Get Over the Hump Day. I'm your host, Amanda. Thank you for joining me on today's segment. Today's topic is Burn the Burnout, inspired by a recent article from the World Health Organization about burnout. Have you ever just been down in the dumps, in a funk, can't seem to get up for anything, almost feeling sick in some way, like just not feeling like yourself? Um, Listen, I admittedly have just gotten over that type of period, and it happens all the time. Just a few days where no matter what you do right, whether it's constantly exercising the way you're supposed to every day or eating clean and nothing bad enters your body or getting tons of sleep and feeling like you should be fully rested, but no matter what you seem to do, you just can't seem to shake that funk off. Well, you know, you might be experiencing a little bit of burnout. Burnout can happen to everybody. It does happen to everybody. It's just whether or not we recognize it as burnout. A lot of times we just shake it off saying that, oh, you're just just not feeling right. But then we don't dig any deeper with ourselves in our own self-reflection to get down to exactly what is the root of the problem. There might be a bunch of things going on, making it really hard to identify what it is. But you have to start somewhere and really identifying at least one thing will really help you be able to move forward with your days and onward towards your goals, which is something that we have been talking about. So according to the World Health Organization, as of May 29th, 2019, so very recently, burnout is now classified as a legitimate syndrome, meaning it is recognized by the World Health Organization as a problem, to put it bluntly. And while I think burnout is very serious and potentially damaging to one's own mental health and well-being and even your physiological well-being, um, if it isn't addressed, I do have mixed feelings about its new classification. Um, I mean, while it is important to put this type of information out there, which is a great first step. Um, I think people know about know about burnout to some extent, but they don't really know everything about burnout. They don't think it's as serious as it really is, which I guess is why we have decided to recognize it. Um, But I don't know. I just, I can't help think about medication, you know, Um, and if this is just a small opening, I mean, it's just a syndrome, but if it's just a small opening to yet another door to prescription medicines, um, I am currently a graduate student for school psychology, so I I take mental health very seriously, and I'm not against medicating by any means, but I am quite conservative with it. So this is me jumping the gun a little bit with this whole burnout thing, but, you know, it is what it is. Let's talk about the positives to having it being addressed, right? Now that it's out there, more information will follow where employees, employers, 
friends, family, and just individuals in general will really have an opportunity to have guidelines to address what they're feeling and give what they're feeling a name. Sometimes people think that stigmas are only negative. And, you know, they could be, but sometimes a stigma isn't always a bad thing. If it gives what you're feeling a name and a face, it might help you face it and recognize that you're really not alone, that this happens to everybody all the time. Burnout, that is. So if we're going to acknowledge the health effects of burnouts, why limit its existence solely to the workplace? World Health Organization has only identified burnout as a, as a syndrome when it is related to work in the workplace, which seems really odd to me because you could be burnt out from anything. You could be burnt out from just exercising. You could be burnt out from cooking dinner every single night. You can be burnt out from school if you're younger reading, listening to this. If you're an athlete, you could be burned out from practice. I mean, my hand is raised up in the air because as a former athlete, there have been many times where I was feeling extremely burnt out and figuring out how to judge my ability to continue at different times in my training process was really difficult for me because I thought that something was wrong with me and that I had to keep pushing in order to keep up. But really, sometimes taking a step back allows you to keep up, right? Keeping up when you can't almost makes your hole even bigger and tougher to get out of. So let's talk about burnout. What is it how and why it's important to recognize it, and maybe just a few healthy ways to help you cope with it. So burnout is different from stress. Stress is too much of everything, too much work going on, overwhelming to-do lists, more problems than you feel like you have solutions, um, more anxiety because of your day-to-day. Burnout is too little. Burnout is feeling like you have too little energy too little care or motivation of what you're doing, especially when it might have been something that used to really motivate you and that you used to have a great deal of care for. Just feeling empty inside. That is a lot of the feelings of burnout. So while stress is too much of everything, burnout tends to be way too little of everything. And burnout can lead you to just wasting away your potential and your goals if you let it continue without recognizing it and trying to make adjustments in your life to rectify it. Feelings of self-doubt and anxiety start to creep in so much so that it can actually have physiological effects. Burnout can even come with the feeling of just feeling sick not feeling well. You don't have a fever. You might not be coughing or sneezing or throwing up, but something's off. You might even feel nauseous or dizzy. It might be accompanied by headaches. Your body is starting to have a physiological response to the emptiness, which then leads to stress. Um, So they do go hand in hand. It turns your body against itself, just like stress. Um, Like I said, they kind of work together like two bad guys, and it will make you sick. Recognizing it early is an extremely important step so that it doesn't progress beyond your control and turn into an even bigger monster like depression or reoccurring anxiety attacks, just to name a couple. Low motivation feeling heavy or sleepy constantly, even after a good night's sleep. 
loss of appetite, feeling really lethargic with what you're doing, difficulty focusing on tasks at hand, even being nauseous or dizzy, like I mentioned before. These are some of the things that you might want to look out for as early signs of burnout. Um, what makes it so difficult to catch is you might have been thinking, well, while I'm reading those out, oh, man, I check a lot of those boxes, you know? But if it isn't an ongoing situation for like I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but let's say if you're feeling those for five days, like five work days, Monday through Friday, and it hasn't improved within an entire week, and you show up to work that following Monday and it's still there, then you might want to take those symptoms a little bit more seriously. If you feel it for a day or two, but then you bounce back and you string together like a solid couple weeks, I, that's not necessarily burnout, but you should still always acknowledge what you're feeling and in the moment try to make it better. So if you do check off these boxes and it's been a bit persistent, what can you do about it? Okay, so you know, you recognized it, you recognize that there's a bit of a problem going on, a bit of a reoccurring theme with, theme with you, and you got to do something about it. Um... These are not cure-alls, but I do have a couple of wellness tips that might be able to help you if you are experiencing early signs of burnout. Um, so with your job, if you have racked up a bunch of sick days and you've never really used them, use one. Just use your sick day. They're there for a reason. I know it's not a good thing to call in sick all the time or what have you, but if you don't always call in sick and you're feeling like you're burnt out, use one or two sick days and use them to turn off your phone and turn off social media and your work emails and everything associated with it, the phone calls, the text messages, all of it. Turn it off and give yourself a couple or one even, anything that you can. Self-care days. Knock off some things on your to-do list that might have been nagging at you that deep down might have been contributing to this burnout and just take care of yourself. Try practicing meditation even for two to three minutes a day. I'm just a big proponent on, on meditation, so why not try it? I like to do it right before I go to bed because, honestly, it helps me go to sleep. And it gives me an opportunity to just reflect and be a little bit still in such a crazy day-to-day -day life. Surround yourself with green space. In a recent research study in 2018 in Pennsylvania. They did a study where they transformed vacant lots in different areas across Philadelphia and they transformed some into really green spaces just flourishing with trees and flowers and beautiful sights, right? So they followed the participants. I believe there were over 400 participants in this particular study that were divided into three groups. Um, and they found that the groups that they followed for 18 months, so they did do quite a long study with this, they found out that anxiety and stress was reduced in 46% of the participants and reported mental health actually increased by 64%. I don't know the exact measures that they use, but these are some pretty awesome numbers just purely being around green space. In another study, it stated that surrounding yourself with green environments can actually help reduce the effects of ADHD and even 
lessen some of the symptoms of Alzheimer's disease. So being in a green environment has a ton of amazing benefits. So take a walk, surround yourself with green space on your lunch break, bring a flower and put it on your desk, a cactus, uh, I don't know, anything that makes you happy when you look at it that is alive and thriving and green. Add it to your desk and make your workspace a brighter, more green environment um, in order to help you with your physiological symptoms. Exercise, obviously, is a big one. Dr. Wendy Suzuki, a very well-known neuroscientist, she is amazing, has phenomenal TED Talks, and her most popular one is about how exercise impacts the brain. So the first thing that you thought of when I said exercise was probably, I don't have time for exercise, you know. That's what everybody says, and you know what? In some cases, it really is true, but this chick is a neuroscientist. She was doing this insane study where she was locked in her laboratory for basically an entire day, leaving only to get fast food and really not feeling great about herself. And she started just finding time somehow to exercise, even if it meant cutting into sleep time or work time or whatever. She found out that when she did take the time to exercise, she was so much more productive when she was actually in her laboratory. And she ended up making more strides with her research after she started implementing her exercise routine, which is really interesting. So even if you think that you don't have the time, you might. You might need to sacrifice a little bit of sleep. I mean, if you're feeling really burnt out and you're feeling constantly tired, why not try anyway, right? I mean, what's the worst that could happen? So the few days, the week that you try it, you lose an hour of sleep, but and it, and it works, then that's amazing. Now you found something that might work for you. And if it doesn't work, then you can go back to the drawing board and figure out another solution. But you have to start somewhere. You have to try. Um, lastly, make some friends with your colleagues if you're not already. Having a strong support system within your workplace has actually found to be very effective in reducing workplace stress. Um, if you're a younger person and you're in school reading this, joining clubs, finding groups of friends that you might fit into that share the same interests as you. Um, all of these types of things might help reduce that environment's stress on your body and your mind. So when you're feeling really down in a specific area of your life, it is often a good idea to just take care of your personal needs, even if it's just a little bit. Immediately, you will be confronted with thoughts that you don't have the time or should you should really be doing something else, you know, with that time. Or even just the negative thoughts like, that's useless, so what's the point of doing it? Well, yeah, it's useless if you do it once. But if you listen to previous episodes um, called One Habit Away, you learn that habits are ugly and they take a ton of time and commitment. But it's worth it. You are worth it. You just need to make sure you're ready to burn the burnout. Thanks so much for listening. I can't wait until you tune in again next week. I hope this podcast gets your brain working in a different way. Thanks again and have a great week.